to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Hall, and with me, as always, my extraordinary co-host. Patrick Terry. There we go. Hey, Patrick, how you doing? Hey, all right, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. God, I hate when people say that, too. Well, I'm here. Yeah, we, obviously, we're here. you're here, or else you wouldn't be. Or living the dream. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I want to punch those people in the face. Because I'm like, you're at work. Why would, if this is a dream, I'd hate to see your nightmares. It's like, wake up. <laughs> yeah, bro, wake up. Time to just get better dreams. Yeah, one person says that every time. I've told people that, I've told people that many times, like, bro, you need to go get some, get you some better dreams, because um, right. you're, you're short, you're shorting yourself. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess maybe some people just. I think it's habit or something. I don't know. I think like, so too. I'm like, York's, I, I, a, I, I, York's crop teacher used to say, you know, living the dream, crushing it every day. I'm like, it's that, better than just living the dream. <laughs> it also sounds, I mean, sounds Depressing. aggressive. Aggressive. Ah, okay. Crushing it every day. Just enjoy it. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Living the dream, enjoying every single minute. There you go. Uh, what a way to start. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing well. Um, as we uh, as we record this morning to be released later today. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Um, kids are good, and uh, yeah, just watching these movies. Um, I guess yeah. for me, uh, I'll go ahead. So our Amazing friends at the Strange South had a watch party for when the movies were covering The Devil all the time, and so I joined in. Um, it was during the week I joined in, and I had a great time. They used cast, um, and it was the first time using that, and it was great because you were able to you were able to basically like chat, you know, and while the movie's playing, and yeah, you know, comment or whatever, and it was it was good. It was fun. Um, it was actually the second time I'd watched the movie. The first time I watched it, and I, kn- I knew I was going to be watching it later, but I kind of wanted to go ahead and watch it, have some notes, and damn, drop some trivia or whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> I ended up watching it twice in one day, <laughs> which really once a day is probably once in a day was probably more than enough. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> but yeah, no, it was good. It was a fun time. So we we shall have to try that sometime and. See how it rolls with our yeah. <laughs> until we can get Discord down as our experimentation did not quite work right. as we wanted it to. So, you know, old people and technologies, I'll get there. <laughs> I will get there. Practice makes perfect. Exactly. So, how are you, my friend? You doing well? I'm pretty good. As mentioned earlier, still sleepy. Yeah. I've been up. I got up at. I'll try to get up at eight. But I kind of laid around for an extra 15 minutes. So I got up at 8.15, made breakfast, and then just went ahead and set up and ate while I was in here just in case I ran long. And then okay. that was it. And as I mentioned before we started, um, a friend of mine went over to her house, helped her put together a little small table and chair set, yep. watched the rest of the Titans game, 2-0. and Hope they can keep it going. First, but first we'll time see. since what? Was that first time since 2008 or 2009 that I saw that? It's been a, uh, it's been a it's while. It's like the way to row yeah. nine. It's the first time they've been two and yeah. to start the season. 
Yeah. Just hope they can hope later games if they're gonna win, win more convincingly than you know two or three points. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know last one they came from behind, one with a field goal. This one was tied up, one with a field goal. We got a lot of confidence in that kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently it's working out. Yeah, so far, you know, but um, it's good to see them having a good start. Yep. <clears throat> cool, man. Yeah. Well, I know next week starts uh, college football. I'm still okay. kind of uh, not on board with that, but that's just me. Um, I yeah. probably will not be watching my Missouri Tigers play, and not because it's a rebuilding season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And you coach and – I think they're now down 12 players, so because of oh, wow. COVID, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not gonna be. Yeah, I'm not in support of that, but that's just me. Um, well, yeah, I think it's foolish, but whatever. No worries. Yeah. They could always wait till the spring, but it, you know, and gotta get that football going. Gotta get that money <laughs> in, yeah. Yeah, that too. That's what it's mostly about. That's all. That's all it's about. It's not about it getting the kids to play. The kids could play any time of the year. Yeah, just about bring that, that, that money going. Yeah, okay, yeah. get that money in. Start starts affecting the cash flow. No, no, no. <laughs> sad. Yeah. Sad. 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 Uh, speaking of sad, let's uh let's get into the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um. <laughs> So, uh, since we watched all th- for the first time in actually a long time, really, all three movies we're going to discuss today, we both watched. Um, usually, yeah. one of us, you know, usually we'll watch maybe one, you know, together, and then every- then we'll have different. No. Nope. Um, this one I'd already planned on watching. I think you had to. Um, the yeah. other two you had planned on watching, and I just like, yeah, what the hell? And then ended up watching them too. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we won't have like 20 movies that we're covering in one episode. We'll just have three. So, yeah. Um, which will work out good. Um, so the first one, well, the one I'm going to discuss or at least lead with, and then I'll let you lead with the other two and jump in is, yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, is, uh, the devil all the time. And, uh, this is the movie that I watched with strange South, but also, um, but also, uh, you know, had watched twice. It start. It's uh, just dropped on Netflix uh, this past Wednesday, the sixteenth, I believe. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, it's directed by Antonio Campos, who directed uh, the other, uh, the cult movie. Well, it's not a cult movie, as as in like that style like where people you know where it gets a fault like a cult following it's not that kind of cult movie yeah um it's a movie about a cult called uh it's called martha marcy may marlene from 2011 started uh started wanda one uh scarlet witch herself elizabeth olsen really good movie i really enjoyed it it's one of my it's a slow slow movie but it's it's very good but um if you haven't watched that, definitely would recommend people watch that one. It's a really good movie. Um, so Antonio Campos also co-wrote the screenplay. It's based on a book by Aldray Pollock, who also voiced the narration in the movie, which yeah, I thought yeah. 
which I thought was cool. And then, um, excuse me. And then it was uh, co-written by I think it's his brother Paolo Campos. The movie stars Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, Jason Clarke, Bill Skarsgård, Haley Bennett, Riley Keough, Mio Wasikowski, which I used to go Wasikowski because I could never <laughs> think I could yeah, pronounce, yeah. but I got it right. Wasikowski, Wasikowska with an A, sorry, and Sebastian Stan, and also stars. Um, had it where to go uh harry harry melling which people are like who he played uh dudley from dudley durst dursley from um from the harry potter movies so <clears throat> i did not recognize him because he's tall and lost a bunch of weight um yeah, yeah. so i hadn't hadn't really seen much but you know i was like but as soon as i saw that that's who it was i'm like oh now i see it <clears throat> so this movie has like three different kind of storylines in various different time periods. And it's not like it's a time, tra- it's just, you know, I like get it'll fast forward and then it'll do flashback to the previous. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's set in rural Southern Ohio and West Virginia. The devil all the time follows a cast of compelling and bizarre characters from the end of world war two, all the way to the 1960s. Um, Willard Russell, who is, uh, who is torm- who's a tormented veteran of the you know from the carnage in the South Pacific who can who can't save his beautiful wife Charlotte um, from an agonizing death by cancer no matter how much he how much sacrificial blood he pours on his prayer log which is it's not even like like a it's like he made this out in the woods so William Russell is played by Bill Skarsgård um, plays one of the I guess leads from the World War II era, and then um, mm-hmm. ends up being uh, Tom Holland's dad. So, and Haley Bennett plays plays Charlotte. Uh, Haley Bennett was in The Girl on the Train. Bill Skarsgård, everybody knows, played Pennywise in the It movies. Uh, he also was in the Deadpool two. Got that spit out the venom. Sorry, I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, people know Tom Holland because he's Spider-Man, <clears throat> the newest Spider-Man, <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man. There we go. Um, and then you also it also follows Carl and Sandy Henderson, a husband and wife team of serial killers. Um, Carl is played by Jason Clark, who was in Zero Dark Thirty, Everest, uh, is it Dawn? Yeah, Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Uh, he was the lead in that one. And he's been in several other movies. <clears throat> Just one of those people like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> plays amazing characters. And um, then I uh, didn't catch who played Sandy, but uh, didn't matter. Um, anyways, it, follows, it also follows them as they... Because they actually take point, they're kind of a central part of the story, but also not in it a whole lot, <laughs> no. which is really weird. I mean, they're they're kind of key to this, like a key to the story, but it, but it also doesn't. It's not about their journey. They're just part of it. They're just yeah, and they're in it enough so you don't. They're in it enough so you don't forget about them. <laughs> yeah, and they are play the integral part of the story, 
um, but basically they're just going around doing their little serial killer spree throughout the country between those time periods. Um, so then there's also the spider handling preacher. Um, basically, he'll they uh, Roy played by uh, Harry Melling. Uh, you know, they're he's like pouring spiders on him to kind of show that he that the word is with him. You know, nothing can hurt hurt him until he gets, of course, bitten by a spider and then has gets an infection and everything. Right. He ends up uh, so he ends up uh marrying uh marrying mia wasikowska uh her character helen they have a baby um winora played by eliza scanlon who uh who ends up growing up around the same time that that uh that uh tom holland's character arvin so they both kind of grow up together um both sets of parents basically um you know passed so they end up living together and kind of raise his brother and sister even though they're like step brother and sister um step siblings there we go um and then uh, sebastian stan plays who i didn't even recognize at first when i first like who is he in this movie and i looked back i'm like oh okay his face got a little chunky for this movie you know, and that yeah. hair, that buzz cut. I'm like, all right, barely recognized him. Okay, man. Um, but he plays the sheriff, who's related to uh, the related to Sandy, which is the ser- one of the serial killers in the movie. See, it's a lot going on in this movie. There's a lot of characters. It sounds like it's hard to keep up with. It's just harder to talk about, more or less. <laughs> but yeah. it's a lot easier to follow in the movie. Uh, Robert Pattinson yeah. plays Preston Teagarden, who's uh, the newest minister after the spider dude with spiders passes. Yeah. Uh, by means we will not talk about because we're not going to spoil Mm-mm. it. Um, Mm-mm. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he, uh, he becomes a new preacher. He's not a very good. I don't want to say he's not good in like what he does. He's just not a good person. I guess it's because he, yeah. he, uh, he bashes his own congregation in like a non in a way like it wasn't meant to come across like he was but it was still pretty embarrassing i don't know i think Maybe he meant it thank you meant it i was laughing i yeah, laughed i was like oh he, he's just brutal he's petty his douchery did not go i mean he his douchery kept on uh throughout the uh throughout the movie um where he uh has private sessions with the young congregation he's also the youth minister of sorts and yeah. uh we'll just say he helps them get closer to god so to speak <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> so um that's the best way to put it <laughs> best way to put it uh it's hard it's kind of hard to talk about this movie without getting too spoilery because there's just so many things that happen in this movie um and there's a lot of times where you just kind of i don't want to say you want to give up because you you don't really like you're like oh no this is not what i thought it was going to be i could see that i didn't i'll be honest i never actually watched the trailer so i went to this movie cold just i just went and watched it based on the actors in it 
Like, I know yeah, we I, mean, posted, I, I know I posted the trailer, but I didn't actually watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it, but still, it the trailer was, it didn't really give away anything. Uh-huh. And um, so when I went in watching it, I was like, you know, still able to go in open-minded to what's going on, because... Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it does, whatever, it does start... Whatever you think this mo- and once you've read the book, whatever you think yeah. this movie is, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> It'll 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 be like oh okay so it's this, yeah. and which is not again it's not a bad thing it no. it is just so I love the acting in this movie we'll just kind of go with that I love I did love the acting in the movie yeah. um yeah R Pats again man I mean he he really went for it and he did I oh, mean yeah. I thought great so he for his inspiration he used uh, evangelicals of the time period. They were on TV, you know, and just around. I guess it would have been more tent, you know, evangelicals, you know, like revivals yeah. and stuff like And uh, pop stars like Elvis and the like, you know, from around that time period. He used those as his inspiration for his character. So, and you can sure. tell by his hair and style and everything. Um, I thought that, you know, because you've got, I think, what, two or three Brits, three Brits at least, because I think pretty, uh, Pattinson's a Brit, um, Holland's a Brit, and Harry Mellon's a Brit. <clears throat> and, yeah. So, and they, I thought they did, like, their southern accents weren't, like, hokey southern accents. They obviously weren't, like, spot on. But they were well done, though. Like, they, yeah, they did good, but they couldn't really tell where they were from, but. Nonetheless, they were done. It was done well. It, I was I, I really did enjoy the acting. The I didn't dislike it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like I liked it, but I don't. I liked it. I found it entertaining, but I don't think it's a like award-winning movie. I guess is a good way to put it. But it was entertaining. Yeah, it was just strange. It was weird. I mean, but I did like how. You know, the story we got at the beginning kind of mirrored the story as it was progressing through to the end. We started seeing repeat scenarios, but it was different characters in the scenarios. Right. It was it just, just links in the chain. It all together. Yeah. Links yeah. in the chain being added. That's what it yeah. was. That's kind of how I would use it as an analogy. Um, so this <clears throat> one thing about this movie is that... <clears throat> God. Sorry, people, my allergies are kicking my butt. Um, it was shot on 35mm, which is rare for Netflix to green light, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. I guess formatting as far as trying to set it up for streaming. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a technical, technical issue that way. But um, Apparently, Chris Evans was originally uh, cast as the sheriff, but had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. So, you know, if you can't get cap, get the next cap, you know. There you go. Get Bucky. <laughs> get Bucky. There you yep. go. So I know so, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, "This is this like this looks like the craziest Marvel DC crossover." Right. <laughs> you got Spider Man, Winter Soldier, and then Batman. <laughs> yep, it's one of those alternate universes. And it. So throw that in yeah. there. <laughs> I know, right? Mm. So uh, <clears throat> it was filmed in Alabama, and Mata. I'm gonna butcher this more you can it on to me if we're getting it wrong. Montevallo? Vallejo? Vallejo. Montevallo. I'm sure it sounds French. Montevallo. 
and then Aniston, which is close to kind of where they live. And uh, it was shot, I guess, at one of the bars they really like. So that's why they wanted to cover it, I guess, for their show. So because it was shot in and around their area uh, where they live. So they a lot of the uh, a lot of the scenes were recognizable to where, you know, to areas where they live at. So infrequent. So um, it was filmed in Alabama from February to April 2019. And. Uh, so then it kind of goes, some of the, this trivia just kind of goes into these characters were both in this movie previously, and these characters were also in this one previously. Like Pattinson and Holland were both in The Lost City of Z. Obviously, Pat, Pattinson and uh, Harry Melling were both in Harry Potter movies, but were never in the scene together, obviously, because Dudley never goes to Hogwarts. So. Um, <laughs> and then uh, when Harry Melling's character Roy did the uh, spider, dumped the spider, jar of spiders on his head and those are real spiders so acting man like, I guess, that's, yeah that's, I, I, I was freaked out by that i was like man i don't know <laughs> that's commitment yeah and uh, i i would be like y'all we got cgi for this right okay cool yeah. i'm good I, i'm not that method i'm good <laughs> i can pretend right. having a bunch of spiders on my face because just saying like, a bunch a of spiders of, on my face is enough. Yeah. Get a box of fake ones and then maybe stick some prosthetic ones and you can move them electronically. Yeah, yes. do that. <laughs> yeah, man. We don't need to be doing all this nonsense. No. Real spiders. Know. The director's like, now nah, we're using real ones. I'm like, no, we're not. I'm like, now nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> nope. no. We are good on that. Um, but yeah, but this movie was it's definitely an. It's dark. I mean, it's definitely a very dark movie. There's what maybe Spider Man, Tom Holland in ways you never thought you'd see him. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Oh my god, it was so great. It was, but yeah, it was great because so what this made me think of was um like because Tom Holland, much like his dad in his character in this movie, much like his dad's character in in uh. Much like his dad, he kind of took after him. Mm-hmm. They are very methodical in their revenge, and then when yeah. they do, they're brutal. And yes. that's and we, what it, did you ever see Punch Drunk Love with uh, no. Adam Sandler? Oh, no. So it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It is. Um, it is a. It's a. I mean, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, so it's quirky say the least um but it's it's one of my favorite adam sandler movies because he is so it is so out of his character like it's out of his goofy you know goofy boys billy mass and happy gilmore kind yeah. of rubber face kind of acting type thing it's a very serious i mean it is oftentimes funny but it's a very i mean it's a drama i like guess more drama than comic it's and uh, he, there's a scene where he gets in a car accident. Like someone hits his car with him and the girl that he's, you know, that uh, he's in a relationship with. And all he does after he gets hit is that he sees, he sees her there, you know, you know, just kind of in a daze and everything. And then his rage hits. He gets out of the car, out of his car stumbles to his trunk, grabs his tire iron, and heads to the other car. And you're like, oh, okay. 
and um, he did get some praise for his role um, when the movie came out ten plus years ago. <clears throat> I, I love that. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I really like enjoyed that movie because it's one of his best ones, at least in my in my opinion. Um, yeah. Of course, I also liked him in what was that one? Uh, funny People, because it was also it was funny, but it was also more drama than funny. Um, I liked him in that one too. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, this movie is very dark. Um, don't look for humor in it. <laughs> you're not gonna find it. So, not gonna find. It's not no. gonna be prevalent. Let's put it that way. No. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, I found some things that may have been supposedly serious, funny. I just. I don't right. Know. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, they're not. But yeah. They're. They're not trying. They're, yeah, they're not. Yeah. Their their intentions aren't to try and make you laugh. Um, no. Maybe here and there, but not. If they want to lighten the mood, they just cut to a different scene <laughs> to start all over. Yeah. More or yeah. less. Um, but it was a dark movie with some amazing acting. Um, yeah, it was just. It was. It it, it was something. It's pretty. It was pretty unexpected. I was just like, okay, they went there. <laughs> they yeah. went there. Yeah. I'd almost, I'd almost put it in the category of the parasite and midsummer, not as dark, but it's still kind of in that element where right parasite always yeah. had humor in it. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it was <laughs> comedy in it. Um, but yeah, mid I'd, I'd probably put it's it like, closer to midsummer, although midsummer is in <laughs> way over. That's the league yeah. of its own for sure. Put it in the middle of those two. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, yeah. All right, man. Um, you got anything else about this one? Um, let's see. I think I did I write anything on this. No, well, I think you pretty. I mean, much... I would recommend it. I, I'm not saying yeah. I don't recommend. It. I, if for no other reason, watch it for the acting. Um. Because Tom Holland shows he has range and he can play something other than just Spider-Man and Spider-Man. friendly <laughs> neighborhood Spider-Man. He's friendly neighborhood revenge person. Yeah. <laughs> revenge sibling. <laughs> I mean, pretty much everybody here just showed, like, you know, Robert Pattinson again showed he's more than Edward <laughs> Cullen. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Stan said, yeah, I might be one of soldier, but I have other things too. And then Bill Skarsgård, yeah. you know. You know, everybody just showed that they're more than just what you're used to seeing them as. Right. Yeah. Well, and um, this, and of course, I loved I loved uh, Sebastian Stan and I Tanya when he played Jeff Galuli, mm-hmm. and because uh, he was such a bumbling idiot that one, I'm like, oh my god, I, I absolutely love his in the way he's portraying this character. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I was like, okay, yeah, he's. He's got some good chops. And he's been in a couple other things, too. Uh, he was in Destroyer with Nicole Kimmon, and he was really good in that one, too. So he's a good, well-rounded uh, actor. Okay. For sure. So, cool. All right, man, I'll let you take over the other two, and I'll just jump in. All righty. <clears throat> so first movie, we have The Babysitter. Not The Babysitter's which... Club. Not The Babysitter's <laughs> no. Club. No. The Babysitter um, Club, my daughter can watch. The Babysitter, my daughter cannot watch. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so I saw that The Babysitter Killer Queen came out. When I clicked on that, 
they had the first one, so like like obviously can't watch the second without watching the original. Right. So so I checked that out. This one came out October thirteenth, twenty seventeen, and has that nice sweet spot time frame of an hour and twenty five minutes. Yes. Um, the director is Mick G, <clears throat> uh, starring Judah Lewis as Cole, Samara Weaving as B. We've got um, Hannah May Lee as Sonia, Robbie Amell, who I feel figured Phil was like kind of stand out as Max, yeah. uh, Emily Allen Lind as Melanie. Then we have um, Bella Thorne as Allison, Andrew Bachelor or King Bach, if you've watched him on Instagram or YouTube as John. Then we have Leslie Bibb and Kim Marino as Mom and Dad, and that's their name, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Um, so <clears throat> you have uh, Cole I guess he's like what freshman junior high uh, he feels like an outsider freshman. he's freshman he's a freshman two years okay. later he's a junior okay we'll get into that is weird we'll get into that later <laughs> but um, he feels like an outcast overly cautious and he gets bullied um, he basically has the hottest babysitter in the town <laughs> And um, and it's basically about him staying up just to see what babysitters do when they go to sleep. But he gets a little more than what's bargained for. Um, <clears throat> so again, like I said, he's bullied. Uh, there's a he's got a neighborhood bully named Jeremy who picks on him with his friends, and his babysitter B steps in and basically saves his life and saves the day for him. And then she gives him a ride home. And you can see how well they get along, how well they, they click together. Like, yeah, she's a babysitter, but they're also friends. Um, he also has a friend named Melanie. And there may or may not be an interest between the two of them. Um, Cole's parents, they're planning on taking a night out for themselves. Uh, go to a hotel just to kind of spend some one-on-one time. And, you know, they're running a joke there. They're going to have some adult parent fun. Right. <laughs> um, and so... The night is just Cole and B. They they party it up. They make pizza and watch movies in the backyard with the projector, which I was I always want to do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's time for bed. B offers Cole to take a shot of some alcohol, but he decides not to, and he pours it into a flower pot. And so he gets set up to bed, gets tucked in. And he's FaceTiming his friend, Melanie, and she's like, okay. <laughs> FaceTimes her friend, his friend, Melanie, and she's like, yeah, stay up and then kind of peep on him to see what they're doing. So he does that, and they're playing like an innocent game of spin the bottle or truth or dare, kind of a combination of the two. And, and this is where he finds out that B is a little more than just a babysitter, and, you know, uh, they're part of a cult, blood-sacrificing cult. <laughs> As you, as most teenagers are, that's why I hate right. teenagers. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the basic premise is they have to bring in the ver- what is it, the blood of a virgin, and then sac- they sacrifice someone's blood and they mix it with the blood of a virgin, and some deal that they made with the devil. But of course, Cole witnesses all this, and now he must survive. It's this all about survival because. They want to, um, I guess the plan wasn't originally to kill him, but now that he knows what's going on, they got to, they got to take him out. But, um, 
I wasn't expecting a lot of the the deaths that happened in this movie. I mean, it's real brutal, almost. I say maybe borderline it's, Tarantino style. <laughs> so it's. I found it more comical in the deaths because yeah. they were just so over the top and ridiculous. So. It's kind of like Home Alone situations, but if the if the if the if the traps resulted in their death, yeah, instead of just, I mean, it's yeah. cartoony, is what it is, and yeah. it. So it did remind me a lot of kind of uh, Ready or Not, which Samara Weaving was also in. Yeah. AKA B version of Margot Robbie. <laughs> yes. Which is just like Margot Robbie. Um, Samara Weaving was also in Bill and Ted. Uh, face yes. and music, which we, which Just we covered. Uh, covered last week with our friends at Two Dollar Late Fee, um, and uh, so it reminded me kind of of that, it, um, in that regard. But yeah, these deaths are so like comically <laughs> over the top, yeah. and that's why, like I was telling you when I was watching it, I was like, man, I'm I'm watching this, but it seems like there's a lot of it seems like there's a lot of uh, tonal issues. Like it doesn't know if it's being a comedy or a horror movie or a horror comedy. It just it seems like it just kept going back, back and forth. forth, and like it didn't really quite yeah. know what it wanted, to, which one it wanted to be, or both. Um, so that's where I was kind of bouncing back and forth on this movie. Yeah, so. I mean. Man, I enjoyed. It. I mean, I did like the comedy approach to it, and yeah, right. I did have. It have issues with if it wanted to be just straight up scary because there were moments where it should be scary but there was comedy right. like when Cole runs into his bully and he's like hey yeah. you gotta help me uh, people yeah, try to kill me like, yeah yeah and then then the dude is supposed to be killing him was like yo man you gotta go step stand up to him and you know you know be, be a man basically yeah encouraging him to take up for himself giving him time to do what he got to do instead of just killing him like he was supposed to right <laughs> but I was just but that's kind of why, I like Mac, is like he was—he seemed like he was torn. Like, yeah, I know I'm, I'm doing this, but it's almost like he could be Cole's big brother. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, yeah, like the brother. Yeah, almost, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna let you do this, but once you finish with that, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> right. Sorry, bro. No, not personal. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. Not, per- not personal, just sacrificial. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Gotta do what gotta do. We we made our deal. We gotta gotta finish it. Um. Or how much I like. Yeah, but um, you know, throughout, you know, Cole was, you know, kind of, I guess, timid. But then by the end of the movie, he had more. He was more brave. Yeah, there was actually more confidence in him. Yeah, and um, you know, by the end, he was changed from how he was at the beginning. Right. And um, yeah, but I mean, just imagine you got a babysitter that you're close to, you're friends with, and you find out, oh, she's trying to. She's part of this cult where she's sacrificing innocent people and she's got to take your blood. And if you had been asleep the whole time, you never would have known about it. Nope. Just, she just took the shot and whatever she d- drugged it with. <laughs> yep. But, exactly. um, yeah. But, you know, like, uh, had the girl from Pitch Perfect in it. Yep. I uh, like that. Me too. I was like, I was like, oh, it's the quiet one that talks like this. Yeah, she's still kind of yeah. weird, but she talks loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you can actually hear her this time around. Yes. Then you had and, uh, uh, Robbie Amell was is <clears throat> who is uh, cousins with Stephen Amell, who starred in Arrow. Robbie Amell, at least at the beginning, was uh, one half of Firestorm, and then until he left. And uh, yeah. And then, um, but him and him and his cousin made a movie 
called Code Eight, which is on Netflix right now. Um, which I watched. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a like a superhero power movie, except mm-hmm. if what if people with powers were rob and were robbing a bank. You know, we're it's a superhero heist movie. Okay. Of sorts. <laughs> it's not bad. I enjoyed it. It's it's very enjoyable. They made it. They uh made and produced that movie together. So no, I enjoyed it. It was good. Sounds cool. You put uh... <clears throat> Yeah, but that's pretty much the first movie. I don't you know I don't want to spoil too much, but that's the basic yeah. premise. Finds out his babysitter is part of a cult and they see that he saw what they did and now he's trying to save himself and survive not being killed by them and there's a few of them that die in very over the top outrageous ways. <laughs> yes. And it's <laughs> And that was the thing. It's like I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be funny, but then I was like, okay, but it doesn't really. Yeah, just the tone, like it just, it was just so weird because it tried to be so. It, it, there are times it felt like it was trying to be so serious about it's the Horiel incident, like it, mm-hmm. it, and then there's then the comedy kicks in. And you're like, well, no, this is supposed. So is it supposed to be like I don't. Like maybe the comedy just hit too hard. Yeah, like, I'm like it was, yeah. So there was a shot where they were, where Cole was running to his friend Melanie's house that reminded me of when the kids ran in Halloween from yeah. the house to. I was like, oh, cool. And then, you know, but but yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the the tonal issues from being so serious like, or. And that's why I wanted to watch the second one. To be honest, was to be like, yeah. well, does this does this continue to the second one? Or did they kind of kind of pick up on some things and be like, now there are some good shots like the, I like his, I did actually like um, some of the way he shot things and like quick edits or, you know, freeze frame type things to show something. I did actually yeah. kind of like that. They, he did actually do some things you hadn't seen before as far as in these type of, these kind of movies. So he was trying to do something different with it. So I did kind of like it from that point. But, um, like I said, the deaths in this movie were so cartoonish that it's kind of hard to take it seriously. And that's yeah. why when it was trying to be serious as far as a horror movie, I found it harder to believe. You know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah, it, that's where it got me confused on. I'm like, basically, like you want to take it serious, but the movie's not letting you. <laughs> right, pretty much. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, or you or you're not wanting to take it serious you know or you're not wanting to take it serious just let it be you know this kind of funny thing and then it doesn't let you because it's trying to be yeah it's it's frustrating that's i don't like movies that frustrate me in that kind of way (laughs) like i rather them frustrate me because of the main character's actions you know what i mean like yeah you know like uh, like in like lucky grandma like bro just give the money back and you know you're causing so much problems because of your action. <laughs> I don't right. like being frustrated like that. I don't like being frustrated because the movie is not sure what it's wanting to do. Like pick okay. a lane or pick a lane or even them both out and drive down the middle. <laughs> but but you know, that's and that's the problem I had with the with this first one. And you know, uh okay. one of the things I wanted to do was go back and watch one of my favorite horror comedies, which is happy death day because they really and it's not even horror as much as it is kind of thriller because it's the killings in it are i mean they're stabbings mostly yeah mostly stabbings and there's not like blood shooting out from 
you know, from bodies and stuff like that. It's just stab, and then that's it. Um, yeah. And so I guess, to me, I mean, I guess it has horror elements, but it's more thriller, time loop thriller type of things. With, But it's very much aware of what it is, and it's actually funny. Like, there's a lot of good, funny elements, and it's very rewatchable, which is one of the reasons why I loved it so much and enjoy rewatching it from time to time. So I kind of went back to watch it to see what it is they were doing right that this movie probably could have learned from. And one of the things is, you know, not that the movies, the two movies are trying to be the same, but, you know, how you can balance out your horror elements with your comedy, you know. And so, and then, you know, after watching, I'm like, okay, well, it's just a different kind of movie. So it's going to be kind of hard to compare. But as we get into the second one, the second one, I think, learned learned from its mistakes of the first one. It's more self-aware. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more yeah. self-aware. Yeah. It's kind of like Fast Five looking at the previous four and going, you know what? I know how we can make this better. And then they've just gone. Boom. They're like, let's, let's, let's go with the ridiculous, and then let's just aim for space, okay? Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're there now, I think. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, so that brings us to the second one, uh, the Babysitter Killer Queen, which uh, released September 10th of this year, hour and 41 minutes. Same director, same cast, with the addition of Jenna Ortega as Phoebe. And this is set two years later. One thing that threw me off was like, dude had a serious growth spurt between these movies. <laughs> Both of them did. So, him and like, yeah, because yeah, I was like, man, they should be in college. They should have said it in college, but okay, whatever. You know, it happened. Growth spurts happen, so it's well, believable, I guess. They didn't look like they were in high school, like in the first one. No, like, no I thought it was junior high or like elementary. You know, they were starting because that was just is that he was in high school, and I was like, okay. And then now, and then they said, because uh, they even mentioned in the movie that they were juniors now, and that you know, a couple years ago when we were only freshmen, I'm like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Freshman. Hormones. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, so, of course, the the events of the last movie happened, and two years later, no one believes him about what happened, and so now he's talking to the school therapist. Um, the only one that knows what happened is his friend Melanie, and. It's weird because at the end of the last movie, he had confidence. He was cool. You know, he, he was pretty sure yeah. of himself in this one. He's like kind of right back to where he was the first movie where people are picking on him again. And two shots. There's a, t- a shot this movie and then the last movie where he's sitting in the gym and the yep. dude just comes behind him. Starts calls the movie him the same way. Yep. Yeah. It's just, um, just older now. Yeah, just older. But um, the same premise. Um, but his friend Melanie is trying to get him to come with them to the beach for a party just to kind of get his mind off of things. Right. And, you know, then I guess you can say his past starts creeping back into to the picture. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Put it mildly. Right. Um, but like I said, nobody believes what, he's, what he went through, you know, as traumatizing as that was. Yeah. But um, he does agree to finally go to this party, the beach party, and um, similar setup. Melanie and her friends have um, a little spin, well, I guess they have a little circle, spin the bottle type situation. Yep. And even though he did share a kiss with Melanie in the first movie, he goes to the closet and they have their own little kiss. And 
And thus starts this again when he finds out his friend from all these years has also become a part of this cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, it's like he's, he's having bad luck with women. He's like, just, just, just stop. Wands, <laughs> man. I'm here to tell you. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, then all the previous people from the first movie come back. You have Max. It was pretty much everybody comes back. Yeah. And, Apparently they have this deal where they have they have a second chance to do this sacrifice where they have an innocent bystander, his blood because he's still a virgin, and then they get what they want. You know, the cheerleader, which I forgot to mention in the first movie, she wants to be a, a news journalist. Um, Max, he just likes to kill people, yeah. <laughs> as we learned. And then, um, uh, what's her name? I think was Allison was the cheerleader, I believe. Uh, um, yeah, Bella Thorne's character was the cheerleader. Yeah, Allison was the cheerleader. All right, and then um, Sonia, she just mm-hmm. has a she has like she's a she works with the dead body. She gets you know yep. she has a asphyxiation for that. And then John, he just wants to make music. <laughs> right. I like I like the flashback of him wearing the Eddie Murphy outfit to play yeah. all the time. I was like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, this movie it, it it did seem more balanced as far as what they were going for. It seemed like they were they were more like not really taking itself serious as they were, you know. They they knew exactly. what to do this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course we got the new character Phoebe, who when she enters the school, she gives a story saying, "Oh, she's she's late, and she's not talking about being late for school." <laughs> right, right, right. Um. And then there's a rumor going around saying that she killed her parents and, you know, she starts, she finds a, a bunny in her uh, locker. Not sure where it comes from. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's, I guess you say it had a better story to this than the first one. Much yeah. Better. Yeah. And then the parents still clueless what's going on. They still got their thing. Still mom and dad. I still I don't yep. think they have an actual name. Yep. I don't think so. <laughs> but that was funny. Um, Babbitts Arch- couldn't imagine. Archie and huh? Phyllis. Archie and Phyllis. According to Archie the credits on IMDb. According to the okay. credits on IMDb on this uh of the sequel, yeah. Archie and Phyllis. Okay, so they got names now. <laughs> cool. But but again, it's just it's a story of survival. Cole's trying to survive and not be killed. Even though before again they just want his they need his blood, but they want to kill him too. <laughs> right. So yeah. Um um, I laugh more in this one. I, I mean, too. I laughed in the first one too, but I, but again, yeah. Max's character, I just I don't know. That's just my favorite character. Yeah. I think if they do a third one, just bring him back, have him have a retribution arc or something. There you go. Maybe, maybe he'll actually become Cole's brother. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Afterlife brother. <laughs> right. Just right. But um, go around. Yeah, and I'm kind of like with you on this one as far as um. They did a good job actually giving him an arc, but then they kind of just started yeah. back over. I'm like, I mean, yeah. I could see him being, I could see him having like PTSD from the situation, even though it's been two years in therapy and talking about it. Yeah. I could see how that may affect his confidence as far as that, but I think it, I think it went really, I don't see him like still standing kind of uh cowering to bullies or whatever right right the, that that because 
that that's that's the one thing I didn't like. I'm like you had you had him have this confidence in the movie where I mean to go backwards to that. Like I can see him being frustrated because people don't believe him and he's just right. like, Okay, forget it. I'm not gonna talk about it anymore because people don't believe me. Exactly. But still having him being bullied just it didn't make sense. Yeah, I'm just like I don't but I get trying to just show that Roy, even though things have changed, nothing's changed. So Yeah. You know, and trying to just kind of like, oh, and, you know, they're and just saying, oh, look, remember this scene from the first movie? Look, we're redoing it and he's older because we're trying to show also nothing's changed. Plus, you guys thought this was funny, too. And, uh, yeah. But I'm glad yeah. that they. First, I wasn't sure about the new location. That's like, yeah. But then I got to thinking, well, no, that's kind of what this movie needs is a different is to go somewhere else to show that. <clears throat> that um, he's gotten older, so he's getting away, trying to spend time with his friends slash girlfriend, and then and then things just kind of turn around. You know, he's trying. Yes, he's sad. trying to be normal, trying to be yeah. what's considered normal. Right. But then trying to be normal, still this stuff happens. Still, it's not normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I actually like the uh, the arc of. Um, of Phoebe more than I did anybody else in it because I almost think it was this was her arc because he's yeah. already had his but this is yeah. more about kind of introducing her so I think if like like you said if they do a third one which I'm sure they they probably will because I'm sure this will be successful um but I think it, you could see it'll be the two of them and then having you know they'll be off at college probably at that point because by the time they get around to getting it written and made, they'll probably be in college. And now they'll probably have to deal with sororities or fraternities or some shit, you know. Yeah, there you go. And Sorority there you go. initiations. Okay. And then yep. boom, here they come again. Because <laughs> what's worse than high school? <laughs> the frats. So, yeah. Uh, your initiation. There you go. All right, McG, we'll help write it if you need us to. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, babysitter, the initiation or whatever. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to show how stupid I am. I thought McGee was part of Sugar Ray. I know I'm thinking of somebody else. I thought he was like the DJ on Sugar Ray for some reason. And then left. <laughs> I, don't, I, I got have, heard the name before, but I, I, I didn't really know who he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did uh, the Charlie's Angel movies. Um, the first two Charlie's Angels movies, I guess I should say. Um, oh, the original, oh, the originals. Terminator, yeah. yeah, Terminator Salvation, which most people hate, I actually kind of enjoy because of its apocalyptic um, future and the way they did the robots. I actually kind of like it. That's the Christian Bell yelled at everybody on set because the dude walked in okay. front of the camera. It's that one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I would, so I think if we, obviously I would recommend, I would recommend the second one more than the first one because I enjoyed it more. Yeah. I think you could watch it separately, but I think you may enjoy the second one more having, having seen the first one, if that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. you have the backstory and kind of have an idea. Um, as far as, um. I obviously won't let my kids watch this movie. I could see maybe 
teens maybe enjoying it. Because really, yeah. other than the other than the comical way people die, you know, the cartoonish way people die. Um, I, I mean, I don't really see anything else. So. It's all right. All right. We're at home. <laughs> I had York come in and tell me he was done with class. It's okay. Right. <laughs> Even though he knows I'm recording. This is fine. And we're going to leave this in okay. because, hey, that way people cool. know. Yeah. All right. Magic works. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, but yeah, no, no, it's cool. Um, but yeah, so it's a. Uh, so, yeah, that's. But I would. Uh, I could see teens enjoying this because it's kind of that teen slasher movie. Kind of like, you know, like yeah. Scream would be or The Faculty or, you know, one of those kind of horror movies for for teens to enjoy so yeah i know what you did last time those type of ones you know it's but with humor the same same energy (laughs) with with intentional humor let me rephrase that intentional intentional humor there you go i was about to say it was pretty a lot of humor in those other ones but i don't think they were intentional (laughs) no not not as over the top intentional scream scream had some intentional humor but um some of those other ones not as much so Mm -hmm. um I can see them enjoying it. And like I said, it's just, I mean, I think Netflix is a good way for, I think if it had it come out to like Redbox or something, I wouldn't have watched these. But I think it coming out, or even in theater, I probably wouldn't have, to be honest. Um, But streaming, yeah, it's perfect streaming movie. This is, they, yeah, they, they, uh, hit, they, uh, they hit their sweet spot. And that's, and I think it'll be popular. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so trailers, as we kind of wrap up here. Uh, trailer, right. the official trailer for Dune came out for the new, for the uh, Dennis Villeneuve. I can never. I'm not gonna get that name right now. I already know it. Um. Anyways, uh, starring. I guess you can now say Emmy award-winning actress Zendaya. Um, as of yesterday, the youngest person to ever win an Emmy, 24 years yeah. old, um, with wow. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, I didn't know Jason Momoa was in it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Gonna yeah. Be in. Uh, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Stellan Skarsgård, Oscar Isaac, David Deschmillion, um, Javier Bardem. Good God, there's a ton of people. Charlotte Rampling. There's a ton of people in this movie I didn't realize. Probably because I didn't like the first one, so I wasn't, I'm like not all that excited about the new one because I wasn't really in like the original. But that's just me. Did you watch, did you watch did this you trailer watch? yet? No, I'm going to. I just, <laughs> there, some of the, the, the uniforms they're using, I swear it looks like Apocalypse. Oh, when you watch the trailer, let me know. <laughs> okay. At least Batista, Batista for sure looks like he's wearing Apocalypse's uniform. Like oh, okay. <laughs> All right, maybe he is. You don't know. <laughs> I was like, is this is this Apocalypse's origin story? But that's just what their what their what their uniforms look like to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Josh Brolin in his. I could see that. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that comes out uh, December eighteenth, which is York's mom's birthday. Let's see here. And then next one is the father. For your Oscar considerations, I'm sure. Um, the man refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages, as he tries to make sense of 
his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. Starring Olivia Colman, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Mark Gaddis, um, Olivia Williams, Imogen Poots, Rufus Sewell, etc. So it comes out December 18th. The Father. Uh, directed by Florian Zeller, who... I don't know anything else he's done. So, um, Also comes out December 18th. And then uh, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, I actually saw a documentary on this that actually was really well really well done. It's been a few years. Um, it's the story of the seven people, story of seven people on trial stemming from various charges surrounding the uprising at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago, Illinois. Starring Eddie Redmayne, Alex Sharp, Sasha Barry Cohen, Jeremy Strong, John Carroll Lynch, Yaya Abdul Mateen II, who also won an Emmy uh, for his role in Watchmen. Uh, Mark Rylance, Joseph Gordon Levitt, hashtag JGL, um, Frank Langella, I mean, go on and on, more people. Uh, Slade come out October 16th this year so uh to netflix actually written and directed by wordsmith himself aaron sorkin so pretty prepared for some more walking and talking <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what he's known for the walk and talk shows and or movies um and then lastly what we kind of were talking about earlier uh, from the director of happy death day comes freaky um, after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. Starring Catherine Newton, Vince Vaughn, Alan Ruck, and anybody else that I wouldn't that we may know. Negative Ghost Rider. Um, directed by Christopher Landon, um, who directed and wrote uh, the Happy Death Day movies. So. And then Paranormal Activity, was it the uh, the marked ones? So, so yeah, um, that's what we got coming out, man. Right. To Netflix. Oh, that's uh, November 13th, that one. I don't know if it's Netflix. I said it, but I don't actually know. Might actually be the theaters. And that's what it looks like, coming to theaters. So, yep, I'll probably go see that one, because if it's anything like Happy Death Day, I'm sure I'll like it. So, yeah. And then TV wise, <clears throat> excuse me, TV wise, one division trailer dropped, so I'm kind of iffy on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> sure, I'll watch it, but I'm iffy. So. Yeah, I guess that's about it, bud. You got anything else? Um, no, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Not much else. Yeah, that's Ooh. it. Look at that. We're gonna be a normal episode for a change. How about that? All right. That like right? it happens from time <laughs> to time. Not often, but yes. Yeah. Um. But cool, man. Um, hope everybody enjoyed this one. Um, if you do like it, please tell some, recommend it to somebody, and we'd appreciate it. Um, obviously, like, subscribe, comment. We love to hear from everybody, and obviously check out Facebook group um, for for trailers and whatnots that we post. And yeah, I guess that's about it for myself, Jeff Hall, and my extraordinary co-host. Patrick Terry. We will check you all next week.